Hi friends, welcome to the Unicorn University podcast, where we cover everything from mindset, motivation, inspiration, motherhood, and entrepreneurship, with the subtle touches of weddings, snacks, and your favorite reality TV show. I'm so glad you're here. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Unicorn University podcast. I am your host, Nick, and it has been a few weeks, hasn't it? I I missed last week's podcast for the complete purpose of not knowing how to even form sentences at that point. Um, this COVID-19 has rocked our world. It has thrown us into a world full of fear and the unknown and panic and scarcity and it is like nothing we've ever experienced before it's like nothing anyone in our lifetime has ever experienced before so it's all uncharted territory and it's all new and I think we're all just trying to figure out how to survive this I have a lot to say about everything happening and it's just kind of more so what I've been going through hoping that maybe hearing from someone else you can either relate or I can possibly help help in some way by sharing kind of what this roller coaster has been like for us I mean going back to earlier in March I've been looking forward to the month of March since last November I mean I had wedding consults planned and we you know my daughter's birthday and we were going to leave for Florida at the end of this month and we were going to go to Disney and spend time by the pool and it was a family vacation of, you know, my sister and her husband and and our family. Presley and I have made chains <laughs> counting down days until we can go on this trip. So when the news broke that Disney was closing, it was a hard it, I, I took a day or two to even try to wrap my head around, you know, what the plan was. If just Disney was going to close, Disney Springs was still supposed to be open, the resorts were still going to be open, we figured, you know what, we're not going down to be in huge crowds. If we don't go to Disney, it's not the end of the world. You know, we'll still go down, lay by the pool, self-quarantine as much as we can, you know, social distance, but within reason, we'll be outside and away from other people. And so I broke it down. I broke it to Presley one night before bed. You know, we might not get to go see the princesses that we've been talking about and we might not get to go, you know, because that was part of the deal. I, when I, when we told her about this, I'm like, do you want to go ride rides or do you want to see the princesses? And she wanted to see the princesses. So I booked us a character breakfast and had all this stuff planned. We talked about the whole day because that's something that her and I do before bed every night. What are we going to do tomorrow? Tell me the plan for this. Tell me the plan for this. We talk things out. So I, how do you explain to a four-year-old that there's this global pandemic happening and, you know, it's serious and it's a big deal, but when she can't see it happening, when our kids can't see what's actually happening, it's hard for them to grasp and it, it really made things difficult. So, of course, having her break down and cry and it break my heart. And still trying to reassure her, you know, if if all goes as planned, we'll still get to go to Florida. We'll still get to go to Florida. People are sick and, you know, we explained it all, but the plan was still to go. And then everything else started shutting down. And it was frustrating because 
I'm in a lot of the Disney groups on Facebook just for planning purposes and, you know, seeing what to do and what not to do, whatever. And people in the groups were just brutal. You know, families spend $10,000 or more to go on some of these trips. You know, it's expensive. Disney's expensive. And their families have been counting down and they're going, you know, all in on these trips to Disney, you know, staying at the resorts, planning all their fast passes, planning all their meals. And you know, they have to cancel. Whereas we had just one day planned there. It wasn't the end of the world if we didn't go to Disney. So all these people are like, I can't believe you're complaining about a vacation when all this is happening. But it's hard because saying someone can't be sad because someone else may have it worse is like saying that someone can't be happy because someone else has it better. So don't tell me I'm not allowed to feel this way. You know, don't tell me I'm not allowed to be sad that my trip was canceled and that I, you know, have to break this to my daughter that she's not going to get to go on this trip that we've been talking about for months. And, you know, then it came down to her birthday and social distancing was a huge thing. Thankfully, I had her birthday party planned, you know, the week before this got really bad. So, you know... <clears throat> our family. Sorry, my voice has disappeared because all I've been doing is talking to my toddler for the past 24 hours. Um, but her birthday party was the week before, so it went, well, it was great to have, like, our immediate family there. But, you know, the original plan for her birthday was to, you know, go to a fun place and play or have a play date with one of our friends. We had lunch planned with her grandma and, you know, all of that was taken away at the same time. So, Thankfully, my neighbors have horses and my daughter's obsessed with horses. So we walked over and got to feed them and got out of the house for a second, just walked across the road and played all day. But I, you know, I'm, I'm allowed to be disappointed for her. And is that very minuscule in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, it is. But in our world right now, it's big. There has been a lot of change happening. Yes, she's not in school. So she doesn't understand And it's not the same as it is for some of you whose kids have been in school and then all of a sudden were just ripped from that. But she's used to leaving the house to go to the babysitters and to go play at her grandma's house once a week or, you know, whatever. She's used to being able to go do all these other things and it's really hard for a three, now four-year-old to to wrap their head around what's happening. So on top of all of that, I have never been as anxious as I am right now. I... My headspace has been in such a good place for so long that I don't even know what is happening to myself right now. I mean, this morning, I didn't want to get out of bed. Like, I literally laid there until close to 11 o'clock. And it literally almost brings me to tears because I don't, that's not me. And this is hard for me. I'm a busybody. I'm on the go constantly. I'm constantly working on things. I'm doing things. I thrive in chaos and I thrive on being busy. So being forced to stay home. You know, choosing to work from home is one thing, but being forced to be at home is a whole different ballgame. Some people might be loving this, you know, getting the taste of working from home, and that's great, but that's, it's not, it's not working for me. And, you know, I'm spending more time sitting and laying on the couch than I ever have in my life. Is there things I can do around here? Yeah, absolutely. But my mental state just, is just not doing as well as it should, and it's hard. So I'm trying to figure out what, ho- what what my hobbies are, like what things I can do because, you know, photography has been my hobby for a long time. And so yesterday I'm like, you know what will make me feel normal? 
on top of it being her birthday yesterday and you know we set up a fort and we decorated and let her plan the whole entire day so we took pictures yesterday if you've seen them with some of the toilet paper that I had because what better way to remember this birthday and remember this time than to have pictures to go with it I say this all the time take more pictures Especially right now when you're home with your kids. Take pictures because we're living through history right now. We're living through something no one else has ever lived through. And eventually we're going to want to tell the stories about all the things that we did during this time. Or, you know, all the things that are happening. And and there's little details that we're going to forget. So I wanted to remember the toilet paper shortage, you know. When we look back, you know, remember your fourth birthday when we were quarantined to our house for a month and there was no toilet paper on the shelves and, you know, we couldn't go anywhere? Like... I wanted people to remember it. So we took some cute pictures yesterday with her birthday shirt on and she dressed up like a princess and, you know, I got my camera out to feel normal and I was, I just, it felt good. I went to bed last night exhausted because I haven't been sleeping and because her birthday was finally over and I realized I really don't have anything to look forward to for the next month and that hit me like a freight train and so the little sleep that I did get last night and I woke up this morning And one of the first things that I saw was a comment on the picture that I posted of Presley of somebody who I don't really know. Like I, we know of each other. I don't necessarily know that she left this comment in a negative way, but it's how I took it. And it could be the fact that I'm overly sensitive. It could be the fact that, you know, everything is weird right now. But, you know, don't comment on my kid's picture. Happy birthday, you TP hoarder. Because that's negative to me, but one, I always buy in bulk. Okay, first off, I shouldn't have to explain myself. Second off, if you're going to leave a comment that's negative or sarcastic, peace the hell out because I don't have time for it. I don't have the energy for it. And frankly, I don't want it around me. If you're going to come and say something like that, where maybe you're being sarcastic, but I don't know that. I don't know you well enough to do that. So I've been preaching kindness through all of this. Be kind. I mean, something I always preach, but especially right now, be kind because you don't know what people are going through. And maybe I overreacted. I don't know. I mean, I explained myself like I always have toilet paper on hand. It's the one thing I will never run out of. And it's the one thing that, you know, I buy in bulk because I hate buying it because it's expensive AF. But it was just unnecessary and didn't help, you know, where I'm at because don't yesterday was such a good day and then you just bring something like that and like I said I could be I could easily be overreacting and it's just you know how I take it but it just goes back to you never know what someone else is going through you never know how the words or the things that you say or do can affect someone else so think first think before you speak before you comment before you do anything because especially now more than ever people are sensitive and people are struggling and some of us are just not okay and while you know I I tend to be an introvert when it comes to certain things the social distancing thing is hard I don't want to go out and be in a big group of people but the energy that you get when you're in a larger group of people especially when they're celebrating something like a wedding or a shower or a birthday party it's a usually a positive energy and it, and it just makes makes you feel better. So <clears throat> being stuck with my own energy and my own head <laughs> as much as I have has just been hard. And trying to find a hobby for myself, you know, 
I like to read, but I don't like to be forced to read. So realizing that I have time to do that has been great. But like, do I go buy puzzles? Do I take up painting? Like, do I, what, what do I do with myself? This is, this is where I'm struggling. And I feel like I'm sure many of you are as well. I've had many conversations with friends over the past few weeks and they're all like, maybe I poured myself a glass of wine at two o'clock and I say cheers because you know what? We're, we're all in this together. I've become a bartender, I guess. I've made quite a few drinks this week, I guess. But with that and with this whole pandemic, I've done a lot of deep diving. I have my theories. If you want to hear that, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) But with that has brought some peace to what is happening in our world right now. But besides that, I, my heart hurts for all of the brides and all of the people that have had to cancel or postpone weddings or bridal showers or baby showers. And if you're still going through that and you have something like that coming up in the next few weeks that you've had to cancel, I mean, I have suggestions for you. If you haven't, if you're scheduled to have a shower and it can't happen due to timing because one baby's going to show up or because wedding is early May or something and there's just not enough time to host a shower, get creative. Set up an hour or two for people to drop gifts off somewhere. Create a Facebook group for the, for the event and then go on Facebook and interact with people and open your gifts for them to see and, you know, still make it an event to connect with people. Just because you can't be in person with them doesn't mean you still can't connect and can't still be a part of whatever celebration is happening. Is it easy to postpone it? Yeah, absolutely. And if it's a wedding or something huge or whatever, I I highly suggest you try to do that. But I understand that it sometimes it just doesn't happen. But, you know, for those brides, those April brides that have had to, that have been planning a wedding for the past year, two years, and are now replanning their wedding for another date I my heart goes out to you because it's like I said it's uncharted territories and it's hard and it's scary and it's supposed to be the most magical day of your life so for something like this to overshadow that it makes it hard and while postponing is a great thing because you know hopefully by then this is all blown over and not an issue anymore and you know it can actually be about the two of you it's still a hard thing to, it's a hard pill to swallow. And I'm grateful that my weddings this year don't, I didn't have any in April. I left my April open, Um, but I do have five in May. And I've been in constant contact with all of those brides, reaching out to them, trying to be a resource for them, trying to be reassuring for them and kind of talking game plans. And, you know, as of now, nobody's postponed or rescheduled and I'm grateful, but even if they did, we would make it work. But it's just, it's, it's been crazy. So we'll see what happens. I I think at this point, as long as people can get marriage licenses, which from what I've heard at this point now is, is not able to be done for another, for the next three weeks, um, we'll see what May brings. But let's all just say a prayer that this is over after Easter. Um, But with that being said, you know, I'm a small business owner and this has been hard for a lot of small businesses. I mean, I have no one to lay off but myself, but you know, when I'm not shooting, I'm not making money and I have a family to support and I have bills to pay and so does everybody else. You know, I get it. Like it's hard for those of you that are, you know, laid off or not getting hours or trying to work from home or trying to file unemployment. 
there's just so much uncertainty and I feel you on that. I don't have any other anything else to say, but I feel you. And if you are in the position to where you can still support small businesses by ordering takeout or buying gift cards or, you know, if you think you're going to get your hair done at some point in the next year, help your hairstylist out and buy a gift card. If you're going to get your nails done or if you're going to, you know, get your eyelashes filled or if you're going to literally anything, if you can support a small business, buy a gift card because... It could literally be a lifesaver for them, you know, when it comes to anything in their business or in their home. But, I mean, so, <laughs> I have seen these cards floating around online, and I actually bought a few of these quote cards um, at a boutique that I went to last year, or earlier this year, and I finally found them online, and it's like, it's 365 different quotes, and my thing if you followed me on Instagram the last two days especially is I'm pulling them and I'm reading them on Instagram just to have because if it motivates me and it helps my headspace I'm hoping that it can do the same for somebody else and I pulled one this morning and it was spot on to everything going on and it was exactly what I needed to hear and I walked into my office before I decided to record this and I'm like you know what let me just pull one more just to see what it says and this (sighs) the universe is neat this is what I pulled out and the irony I will explain after this. So, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Y'all, I am the preaching queen of gratitude. And if there's one thing that this whole coronavirus pandemic has brought to light it is that you know to be grateful be grateful for the time that you get to spend with your kids and and though it's hard and it comes with its own battles and you know struggles you're spending more time with them now than you probably have had to or you you know you've had the ability to because of work you know having a house to live in the ability to still be able to go get groceries and leave our houses for that at least But it's funny because I also have a desk calendar that is honestly perfect because it, it, it too gives me the perfect message every day. And today's desk, actually, I think it might be tomorrow. So I think it pulled ahead, but regardless, it says, here's where the whole gratitude thing gets really cool. There are a lot of ways to feel good and to raise your frequency and to get closer to source energy. But with gratitude, you're actually expanding positive energy by sending out things, which makes positive energy reflect back to you. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. This makes the manifesting process even more powerful. So remember that. Like attracts like. Your energy is everything. So if you're living in an energy and in a little energy, energetic bubble of gratitude and thanks and just being grateful that your family's healthy and, you know, that you're all home together and that, you know, you have toilet paper and you have food in your cupboards and, you know, we're riding out the storm together and be grateful that, you know, so many people are practicing social distancing and trying to flatten the curve and trying to make a difference. That good energy is going to bring good things. You know, I talk about all the time, speak the life that you want into existence. Stop talking about how bad things can get and how bad things are and how, stop talking about all the negative things. Don't give them that time. Don't give them that energy. Don't give them that don't don't let them grow because that's what happens so with the topic of energy 
I want to talk just talk to you for a second about fear because there has been a lot of fear floating around these last few weeks. Obviously, the fear of getting COVID-19, the fear of someone you love catching it, the fear of it spreading like wildfire when somebody you do know gets it, the fear of there not being enough, you know, not enough toilet paper, not enough food, not enough milk, not enough eggs, not enough bread. You know, the fear of not having enough money because you're being laid off or you're not working as much. There's a lot of fear. And when you do things from a place of fear, that's that negative energy. You're doing things and you're going to attract more things to make you nervous, more things to make you uncomfortable. And it's not the good kind of uncomfortable either. So when you're washing your hands and squirting yourself down with hand sanitizer out of fear of getting COVID or fear of, you know, germs, take your mindset and shift that to a place of prevention or a place, just do it from a positive place. You're preventing yourself from getting COVID-19. You're preventing yourself from getting sick. You're preventing your family from getting sick. You know, you social distancing is preventing your family from the negative things that are floating around in our air right now. It sounds absolutely bananas and I, you know, I get that, but at this point, what what else, what, what do you have to lose at this point? It's a mindset thing, and I know that more than anybody. So me struggling with my headspace is a hard thing for me to handle because I know better. <laughs> like, I know how to get myself out of this, so why aren't I? So, you know, me doing the things that, honestly, by talking about all this out loud, I can feel the weight lifting off my shoulders. I'm going to go run around outside with my child for a little bit after this and get some fresh air and ground myself outside and get some vitamin D. But it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be frustrated. Feel that. Like, acknowledge those feelings, but don't hang on to them. Don't let them fester. Don't let them rule. Don't let them rule you because there's one thing that I know it's that when I'm feeling anxious or scared or mad my kid feels the same way like I I realized this early on when I would wake Presley up in the morning and when I would like wake her up out of a good place you know like me just going in to just check on her or you know letting her wake up on her own and her waking up in a good mood was always the best But when I would rush into her room and wake her up and be like, we got just a few minutes to get dressed and get out the door. Like when I would, when I would be running behind and I would be anxious and stressed, that immediately transferred over to her every single time. And it still does. Me being anxious and on edge all morning this morning put her in the exact same place. And it took us like sitting down to do an art project together and just focusing on something else to get us both out of that funk. So remember that the way that you're feeling, your kids pick up on that. They know, you know, I, I, my poor cat right now is like, why the hell are you people still in this house? Like, why are you here all the time? Like, even she is trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So give yourself some grace, feel the feels, but let them go. And, you know, every day is a new day with, you know, new, new things to find out about what's happening in the world. But it's a new day and treat it like that. It It's a blank slate. So I guess I'm going to wrap this up because I've been rambling long enough. I, I hope that this at least, I would say I'm, I'm guessing most of you'd be listening on your way to work, but that's probably not the case right now. But I, I hope that if you're listening, it, it 
you're not alone and you know it touches you in some way shape or form try to do your best to keep your positive mindset try to do your best to know that you know while this is scary be kind rudeness and you know sarcasm sarcasm is my jam but there's a time and a place so being rude and you know it's not it's not doing anyone any good just be kind be kind and be grateful so if you're listening and you are someone that's on the front lines of all this you know nurses doctors anybody in the healthcare system anybody that is working at grocery stores or you know shipping all the things to us and you know, if I didn't appreciate my UPS and FedEx driver before, I surely do even more so now. Um, but even like my husband, I have so much gratitude for him because, you know, he's one of the few people in his company working still and he's going into people's houses. He today, you know, had to fix a furnace for a couple that came home early from Florida because of everything happening and they came home to no, you know, no heat. So he had to fix their furnace and f- make sure that they could, you know, at least stay warm for the night. So, all the people that are still working and doing what they have to do, I'm grateful for you and I appreciate you all. And all of you practicing social distancing and staying home and self-quarantining to help protect other and others and to flatten the curve, thank you. I, I'm doing as much as I possibly can <laughs> at the same time. But through all this, just have hope that when we come out on the other side of this, that things are just going to be that much better. I truly believe that there is something big happening right now and we will learn all about it soon enough but good things are coming good things are happening and despite all of this you know it's not gonna rain forever and sometimes the best things come from the biggest breakdowns so I just have hope because that's all we can have is hope um I did want to say too I I think I'm literally within 10 lists like 10 listens of over a thousand downloads of this podcast already which is just crazy so to those of you who continue to listen every week thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you I appreciate you all and if you are feeling up to it and you got some extra time not only go rate the podcast, but leave a review. It, it's This is such a weird platform because I don't have a, a specific way to get feedback to where to know if I'm actually touching on things that you, you want to hear. I mean, I, I do get messages, you know, through Instagram and Facebook, which means so much to me, but I, you know, I, I want to be able to put out content that y'all want to hear. So leave a review, you know, send me a message, whatever it may be. Um, And while you're at it, and if you want to help your small business friends and you don't have the money to do so, go leave them a review. Go to Google and leave a Google review. Go to Facebook and leave them a Facebook review. Those reviews mean so much and can, and honestly are one of the biggest things for our businesses. So (sighs) thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Hang in there. Stay strong. And... I'll catch y'all later.